Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I really wanted to talk to you about healing your past. And I know we've talked about this in the past, but I really wanted to bring this to you in a different light because in my own life, I am seeing lessons not only in my life, but through my children and through my mom and even through people around me where healing your past is so super important. I had a guest on a few weeks ago, and we talked about this, and you probably remember this. It was Edward Mannix, and he talked about how our karmic lessons, it's kind of like looking at life through a lens, and if you put your finger on the lens, you have a smudge, and that smudge distorts your lens of life. And then when you try to see things through that lens, it's not the way that it's actually happening, you're looking at it through a distorted lens because there's a smudge there. And the smudge is through things that have happened to us in our past or karmic lessons. It's like every time a karmic lesson happened to us, someone touched the finger to the glass of life, that lens we're looking through. And so we look at other things and we think, we're looking at life through a clear lens, like, yeah, I can see what's happening, it's fine. But we're actually looking at life through a smudged lens, which means that we're kind of distorting what's happening. And believe me, I understand when I'm telling you that we do this because I have done it myself. I've looked at certain things in my life through a lens where there are fingerprints, there are smudges, where had the smudges not been there, had my imprint from my childhood not been there, I may have seen things differently. But because I was looking at the situation through the lens of someone who had experienced trauma in my childhood, I didn't see things the way they were actually happening. I saw things in a distorted way. And I believe we all do this. We all do this because none of us is innocent of having smudges on our lens. You can't get through life and be, you know, if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably at least 20 years old. You know what I mean? 19, maybe the least. But you can't have gone through that many years of your life without getting smudges on the lens that you're looking through. And so what happens is we don't always see things the way they're actually unfolding. We see them with some sort of resentment or bias. Bias is really the word I'm looking for. We see them with a bias towards whatever our past was that Someone who was a third-party observer might look at our situation and be like, I don't know why you're getting upset about that because that's really not a big deal. Yet when we're in this situation, we're like, oh my gosh, this is a huge deal and I'm so upset and I can't get over it because we're looking at it through a lens that's filled with bias. We've got fingerprints all over our lens and we can't look at it in a clear way. 
And so what I want to talk to you today about is how to take off the fingerprints, how to clear the glass so that you're looking at a lens or looking through a lens that is clear and not filled with all of your biases. And it's not easy because we are, we come into this world with bias. We do. You come into this world and you're born into a family that teaches you certain things. By the time you're two years old, you learn certain things. Like if your family tells you, smile when you see a camera or, you know, they tell you, don't talk to strangers or don't stick your finger in a light socket. I mean, this sounds strange, but whatever your family teaches you, those are your biases, right? And we're all taught things. Our parents talk to us continually like, you need to eat your veggies. Don't do this. Do this. Don't do that. Do that. By the time you're two years old, whether you realize it or not, and at two years old, you don't remember, but we are filled with so many biases, so many that we don't even know. I mean, even myself, when I think back to when my children were two, I don't know what all I told my kids when they were two, but I'm sure that I told them some things that were probably just exaggerations to get them to stay safe and not, you know, like, don't talk to strangers. Don't stick your finger in the plug. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do this. You know, our, that's just what we do. We are conditioned by the time we are two years old that we're just starting to talk. We've been told so many things and we take it in because you are so impressionable at that age. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not saying, oh, your parents suck. I'm not saying that. We've all done that. Parents do that. We've done that. You know, that's just how it is. But what I'm telling you is that is what sets us up for that, the smudges on the lens, you know, because when you think about it, all of the things we've been taught, for me, I was always taught you respect your parents no matter what, no matter what even if they're wrong. And they didn't say that. I just got that message that you respect your parents and sometimes our parents are wrong. Yes, I said it and I'm throwing that out there and I will say that about myself. Sometimes your parents were wrong. Not because they tried to be, but because when we know better, we do better. And how do we learn how to parent from the way our parents parented? But that doesn't always stand up to the test of time. Sometimes we're like, yeah, that was terrible advice. But our parents parented the way their parents parented. And when you know better, you do better. That's just kind of how it works. So we can't be angry at that. What we have to do is realize that sometimes inadvertently, our parents put smudges and fingerprints on the lens that we're looking through in life, not because they're trying to mess us up, but because they did what they thought was best, because they did what their parents did. There is no manual on parenting. I mean, now there are books, but back in the day, there were no manuals. They were like, here, take your child home and God bless you and God love you. There's no manual, like, good luck, keep them alive. You know, I mean, seriously, even when I took my kids home, I had to take courses which were like, don't burn your child when they're in the bath. And here's how you feed them. 
but there were no courses on social emotional learning and here's what you do. None of that that you had to take. I'm sure it was out there. I didn't know about it because I'm like, what? Take the bare minimum. There was none of that. It was, here's how you feed your child. Here's how to change their diaper. Here's how to not burn them when they take a bath, but not here's how to keep them socially, emotionally happy. None of that. We had to figure that out as we went. I know I did. I know my parents did. We weren't bad people. Just there was nothing out there that they said, you have to take this. We all thought we were doing great. Turns out not so much, but that's okay. But every little thing we do kind of leaves an imprint on that glass, that lens. And then when we look through it and we're trying to see what's happening to us, we're not really seeing what's happening. We're seeing what's happening layered with, this is the condition I've told that if this happens, this is how I'm supposed to feel. And I know that personally, that's how I've been feeling lately. You know, I am in a situation where my children are getting older and technically they're adults. They're 19. They're adults, but they're not really adults because they don't have it figured out. And I'm just telling you, they don't have it figured out because I'm still paying for a lot of stuff and they think they want to be adults. I get it. I was there. And a lot of things that have happened to me recently, I could totally take as I'm offended, I'm so hurt, I'm their mom, and they don't get it. And I realize that when I want to go to that place of being offended and being hurt, and why don't they understand how I feel? It's because I'm going to that place where there are fingerprints on my lens, If I were to look through the world through a lens with no fingerprints, it would say, your children are trying to figure it out and they've got no clue and they're just trying to find their way, grasping at straws, doing what they know, and they don't want to ask you for help because that seems like I don't know what I'm doing. So they're trying to go out there on their own, figure it out, and they're not asking you for help. In fact, sometimes they're acting like you don't exist. But it's not about you. It's about them trying to figure out what life is about. Now, if I were to look through that lens with all those fingerprints, Those fingerprints would tell me, and these are things people have said to me, seriously, things people have said to me, like your kids must not care about you because they don't ask you how you are. Oh, your kids, like they're lost. They're just out there in space. Oh, your kids, you know, they're selfish. Your kids are doing this. Your kids are doing that. Here's the thing. At first, I was very susceptible to want to follow that lens with the fingerprints and go, oh my gosh, my kids don't care about me. They don't do this. They don't do that. And then I started really going within and I really started going to my spiritual team and I was like, you know what? I don't understand what's going on and I feel hurt by the fact that my kids 
don't really want to come to me when they have things going on. I mean, it's not like they're totally ignoring me. They're not. But it's just, you know, I know I felt a distance with them that I haven't felt in a while. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, what is this about? And I've noticed in my life, when I feel like I'm out of alignment with something, if I just go to my spiritual team and I say, what is going on? Why is this rough right now? Why do I feel like I'm out of alignment? What's going on? And so that's what I've had to do. And what I've realized is it's not so much a lesson for them. I mean, it is partially, but it's more a lesson for me of saying, okay, you did everything you could. You gave them the tools. You let them go. Now you really have to let go. And you have to let them explore and be who they are and not take offense that they're trying their own things. You know, and one of the things, one of the, I was in a group of healers and I was like, I'm so worried about my kids. You know, I mean, that was my number one thing for so many months. I'm like, I'm worried about my kids. I'm so worried. I'm so worried. I put them in every prayer group imaginable. You wouldn't even imagine. I was so worried about them. And one of them said, you got to let go. She said, And that was hard for me to hear. Being a parent who has worried for so many years, she said, you've got to let go. You've got to let go of them because the worry and the fear isn't protecting them. It's not doing anything. She said, you know, ask your team to protect them and talk to their higher selves and let them know that you love them, but then let them go. And you don't know how hard that was for me. That was like the hardest thing ever. It felt like such an insult at first that my kids didn't want to come to me. And I felt like I've been there forever and I've worried and I've cared and blood, sweat and tears and you don't want to come to me. And I had to really get outside of myself and outside of my head And realize that it doesn't have anything to do with me. It doesn't. They're both so hurt right now over what's happened with their dad. And they're just trying to heal and trying to find their own place. And I have to be gracious enough and love them enough to give them that space. And know that it doesn't have anything to do with me or what I've done, it's more about them finding themselves. And as much as parents, we want to shelter them and we want to help them and we want to do this and do that and do, we want to do everything for our children. There comes a point when you can't, when the best thing you can do is let go and love and you can pray for them, of course, every day. Every single day, every morning and every night, I pray for their protection and I thank Archangel Michael and all of the archangels for being with them. And I just say, if there's anything I can do for them, please let them come to me. And if not, you know, just be with them, show them where they need to be, put people in their path who can help them. But I can't do everything. And that is such a, 
you know, if you're a person like I am who tries to control everything in your life, and believe me, I've tried. I've tried to control everything because I don't like not knowing what's going to happen. And that's been the biggest lesson of my life is learning how to let go of control. And it's been a constant lesson for me. And I've had to learn how to let go. And as a parent, that is so hard because our biggest job is to protect, to keep them safe. And to know that even sometimes when you try your absolute hardest to keep them safe, sometimes you fail. I have to know that in my heart of hearts, I tried so hard to keep my kids safe. And I, it's not that I failed. I don't think that I failed. I think they had to go through it. Does it suck? Yeah, it sucks a lot. They weren't protected. And a lot of it, you know, I mean, I went through the court system. And the court system was like, you're picking on their dad. We had to go through the things we had to go through. It sucks a lot. But I also know that the things that we go through make us stronger. And so I have to believe that there was some reason they had to go through what they did to make them stronger, even though my human brain doesn't always want to accept it and wants to think I should have, could have, would have done X through Z, you know, everything I could have done, I would have. And even my kids have been like, Mom, there's nothing like you didn't know. As parents, sometimes we have to let go of that feeling like we failed. Because I tell you what, I don't know anyone who's perfect. And there are no parenting books that get it 100% right. There just aren't. It's just such a complicated thing. But what I do know is we've got to get to a place where we can let go of the guilt and the shame and the fear and the whatever and the control and the need to control and get to a place where we just allow. Just allow. And you know what? You may have screwed up a million times. That's life. We screw up. I'm a screw up. I've screwed up a lot. I'll be honest. I have screwed up a lot in my life. But I believe every circumstance that I have been through has led me to where I am today. And I would not trade a single second of it because I know I had to go through it. And when you can get to a point where you can forgive yourself and say to yourself, I know I wasn't perfect. I know I failed in this way. And it's okay because it led me to where I am. And I know now I know better. And when you know better, you can do better. And I'm going to do better. And I'm going to shift my life from here on out so that I can take what I've learned and make it better. And that's kind of where I am in my life and where I want you guys to be. I want you to understand that no one's perfect. No one. Not me. Not Gabby Bernstein. Not, I don't know who you follow, Colette Baron-Reed not James Van Prague. No one is perfect and they will never tell you. If anyone sits up there and says, I'm perfect and you can be too, like stop watching them. They're a fraud. No one is perfect. 
I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We are perfectly imperfect. And our role here is to just learn and to be the best versions of ourselves we can be. And the biggest part of that is learning how to let go of control. Thinking that we should know everything. Like, I have to know what's going to happen tomorrow at this time and this way and this is going to happen. Let go of that. Let go of that need. When you figure out that you don't have to know everything... That is the biggest piece of freedom that will ever come to you because you don't have to know what's going to happen the next minute, the next hour, the next day. You don't have to know. And the fact that we feel like we need to control those things, that is telling you, you need to let go. You need to learn to let go because you will drive yourself insane needing to know what's going to happen every single second of every single day. Let go. There's so much peace and freedom that comes from letting go. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but it doesn't need to be a bad thing. If we can learn to let go and just be in the flow and have this identity that The universe is always bringing to me what's for my highest good and what is meant for me will never pass me by. There's so much peace in that. When you have to know every single second and you have to control, you're going to drive yourself insane and you're going to have a stroke. You're going to stroke out because there is too much pressure there. Instead, take a deep breath. And know that when you get in that, it's the ego. I have to know. I have to know this. I have to know that. I have to know that. Let go. Okay? That's your ego. Your ego says you have to know everything, but you don't. Take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. And let go. And know that what is for you will never pass you by, that the universe is always working behind the scenes on your behalf to bring you what is for your highest good. And when you know that, you're in alignment and things get so much easier. When you're out of alignment, you're on the struggle bus because things get tough, Because the universe will throw you every kind of lesson to throw you off course because they know you're out of alignment. Because the test is to get into alignment. To know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. That's the lesson. No matter what happens, you're going to be okay. And if you're struggling with that, I can help you. Okay, I have designed so many courses online to help you get into this alignment. My Love Your Life course is awesome because it's all about how to incorporate daily things into your life to make you love your life a little more every day, whether it's working with your angels, changing habits, affirmations, meditations, whatever. Plus, I have reconfigured my course, and now you get two online one-on-one sessions with me. So go check that out. If you just want a little work, I've designed my whole business so that 
it's affordable for everyone. If you want to have a better life, but you don't have a huge budget, I get it. My 10-day intensive self-love course is only $20. It's 10 days. You don't have to do it in 10 days. It's online and yours to keep forever. You can take a year to do it if you want. But it's 10 days to a better you that builds self-confidence, self-love, and allows you to tap into a life you love through shifting negative thinking, meditation, setting healthy boundaries, and also finding your purpose. It's just, I'm telling you what, this program is worthless because there are people who will make you pay hundreds and thousands of dollars for this kind of program. I'm giving it to you for $20. You have no excuse not to just jump in and live the best version of you possible. And I really, truly had all of you in mind when I created this because I thought of how I was when I first left my husband when I was 25 and had no self-esteem and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and I was a single mom of twins, I didn't know what to do. It took me years and thousands and thousands of dollars to get where I am today. And I'm giving this all to you for 10 days and $20. That's remarkable. I wish I would have had something like this when I was a single mom of just 25. So I hope you take advantage of that. I hope you just work on yourself. You are the best investment you will ever make. And now I pulled a couple of cards for you today. And before I get to these, I want to please urge you to subscribe to my podcast, to leave a positive review from wherever you're listening and to share it with others because that helps me build my program. And you don't even know how amazing that is for me because I don't pay for advertising. It's all authentic. And you're so amazing. Those of you who have helped me share my message and everything. Thank you so much. So I pulled two cards from my deck, Divine Whispers, and the first card is Heal Your Past. There are issues from your past that are affecting your current life right now. The universe is asking you to heal your past. If you don't heal your past, you will bleed all over people who didn't cut you. You have to heal those old emotional wounds if you truly wish to move forward free from emotional baggage. When we carry old wounds, the effects can spill over into current relationships. When you choose to heal your past, you are not only helping free yourself from old burdens, you are also healing generations of family wounds. You are totally recoding your family's DNA. Allow yourself to let the hurt go. Hurt is too heavy to carry. Heal yourself and break free from the chains of your past today. And there's a healing prayer that goes with this card, and you can repeat it now with me or just listen as I say it. Dear Archangels Michael and Uriel, the emotional wounds of my past are affecting my life today. Please help me to heal these past wounds so that I may move forward in my life free from emotional baggage. I ask you to cut the energetic cords to any people, situations or problems from my past allow me to feel lighter and freer 
Thank you for helping me heal today. Amen. And your second card is stand up for yourself. The universe is asking you to stand up for yourself and your beliefs right now. It is important that you are true to yourself. Others around you may be asking you to conform to their beliefs. The universe is telling you to stand strong in your beliefs right now. You know what to do. It is so important to honor yourself and your beliefs. Stand firm with unwavering conviction. And your mantras are, when I speak, I do not back away from my truth. I have an opinion. I, have, I honor my inner voice. I honor my convictions. My opinion matters. My voice matters. All right, guys, I love that. And thank you so much for being here with me, as always. If you want to work with me, please go to my website, melissaoatman.com. I have so many ways you can work with me. You can you do my 10-day intensive self-love course, which is only $20. There you can purchase it from my offerings page. Just go to melissaoatman.com backslash shop. You will see all of the services I offer. There's my 10-day intensive self-love course. If you want to work on me one-on-one, -on -one, there's coaching. Also, you can do Reiki or past life regression or reading. So many ways to work with me. Just go to my website and check it out. Also, follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central in my new Facebook group. And I also post videos to Instagram. So go check all of that out. I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like my podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And as always, I am sending you so much love and light. I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.